Welcome to Remote Mode. No TCO player was harmed in the making of this podcast. All right, Nick. It is uh, it's it's Monday night, which means that um, we're three days short of festivities in Lubbock, and um, a, a unique experience for me. Um, I'm actually leaving on Wednesday, and I'm going to help set up. Should I be scared? No, just be prepared for people to tell you to do all different kinds of things. And when you're when you're in the middle of doing something, you're going to get told to go do something else. So it's it's multitasking to its finest. Yeah. Tear down is just yeah, get everything it, in the trailer and set up is get everything out of the trailer and then organize it and then put it where it needs to go. Yeah, I, I mean, well versed on the tear down approach of just. You know, unplug everything, roll up cords, throw it in whatever boxes around, load in the trailer and say, see ya, good luck, Ashton, right? I, um, I, I don't even I, think I, you I made mean, the cut for uh, the, the little list that Chad puts together for what you're working on. So maybe you can just go hide in the quarter. Okay, maybe he doesn't. <laughs> right, right. I'll just I'll just get there uh, and just go, you know, visit campus or something. And, um come back when it's all done just yeah show, hey guys just made it you know it's funny i i do remember when we used to set up for these events like we would start singles on friday evening and you know we would set up for singles at like noon on friday mm -hmm. of course at the same time we were running like 40 sets of boards right yeah and, not not a hundred we didn't have we didn't have all the, you know, every Wi-Fi hub and, you know, eight, eight speakers and, you know, all of everything that, that goes into the, I mean, the true production of what a signature series event is these days. I will make sure you don't get any bad jobs. <laughs> okay. So, so if you see Meanwhile, me nod, nod my head, you just come. cocktails on a, yeah. on a flight. <laughs> hey i did talk to chad today you guys are only gonna tape down the big room and not you but yeah so it 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 won't be bad the worst part is getting the store stuff out because it's all heavy yeah. boxes and you're used to getting them in the trailer so it's getting them out but lubbock's real nice because they can back in the trailer to almost where the store is so it's no hauling carts around. It's just getting them out of the trailer. Right. Well, yeah, you, you yeah. didn't go to Lubbock last year um, either. No, I missed it. I was in New Orleans. I, I, um, I ran, ran so that I, one solo. Yeah, I've seen some pictures of what the, um, like the, uh, just the venue inside looks like. Um, it, it To me, it reminds me of like, uh, just an old school basketball arena that's that's literally um, what it feels like you know, and it, it plays it's it's fun yeah cool the, and uh, everybody's in one room that kind of thing like just it, down on the, on the floor it's actually two rooms so i think we can fit 70 ish boards in the big room and then there's a ballroom that will have 20 to 30 so that's the one pain in the butt we got to run okay we got to run a node over there and speakers and uh, set up a table for uh, Marie or somebody to hang out over there. 
Okay. But yeah, so it, yeah, it's, so it should be fun. Um, you know, I'm, I think it's, I'm interested in, you know, crowd wise and, um, you know, all of that, but we'll, we'll get to that in a, in a minute. It has been, um, I think the last time we talked was, uh, earlier this month, um, you know, just kind of right after SIG three and, and SIG, um, and SIG four now. And there, a thought came to me, I, I ran, a I ran an event on Saturday, ran a really small one on Wednesday. We haven't really done a whole lot of C4C stuff recently, but you know, my, my thought is that I want to ask you, you know, one, like what was the last event that you ran? And then, you know, how much of the stuff that we do at SIG translates at all um, into that? So I, I feel bad because I bailed on you. I was supposed to play with you at your event <laughs> that you ran. But uh, so I ran an event Saturday as well for Midland Baseball. So I'm assuming it was a select baseball team uh, down in North Richland Hills uh, after Layton's birthday. So Saturday was a whirlwind. But I mean, the amount of stuff you have to take to those events, it's almost a mini signature, not people wise, but, you know, equipment. And I always have my laptop and we have a toolbox that has fire sticks, tape, everything you need to set up courts. We have a TV in there so we can put up the bracket, a little speaker system, a table, chairs. The trailer has 10 sets of boards that we set up and then score towers. So, I mean, it's it's mini equipment compared to a signature, but you still have everything that we have at a big tournament, just on a smaller scale. Yeah. What about um, like the Scorholio side? So that what's for, that look like? Is it is it pretty straightforward? It, it's tough because nobody has Scoreholio, so mm. you are you you're not using Scoreholio to the full extent as a SIG where it's calling games and people are getting notifications. I have to call each game, and having the TV is helpful. Uh, once people realize how to look at it, I answered. Tons of questions of I don't see my name because it only shows, you know, 20 <laughs> people. And then I'm like, I guarantee you're in there. I just saw you. And they're like, I'm not on the list. And then it rotates to the next screen. And they're like, oh, hey, there I am. Um, so it's. Yeah. And you're but, calling and you're calling names. Team names for this one. So there was yeah. some very uh, huh. interesting. Even worse. Right? Team, <laughs> even worse. Um, <laughs> but with those and the way Chad has it set up, he sends them a spreadsheet. And the organizer fills in the spreadsheet and Chad does a very good job of importing those teams in uh, beforehand. Okay. Yeah. And, and then I go sit with the people normally at the front door or kind of towards the end and check people in as they check in with the, with the host of the event. Yeah. So the, the, yeah, the one I mean, downfall for... is people don't know, you know, they're not getting notifications. And then we had a competitive division but we didn't put them in with their score holio name. So they were just kind of following along, but they at least know how to go to the app and go find uh, where they're supposed to be. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, typical, right. Of fundraising things and, and completely agree with the setup doesn't get any easier. Right. I mean, it's, you know, I was, I was lugged in 12 sets of boards through a, a horse arena. Right. So my, my legs haven't been so sore, you know, because you're not just, you're not walking on a sidewalk or even on grass, like you're <laughs> just uneven dirt, 
lugging all these <laughs> things out there. Um, you know, doing most of the setup, uh, just got, got there early. Cause I can never, I can never sleep. I can never rest ahead of one of those things. Like I, I knew uh, I said, I'm going to be there at one, but it's like a 11 o'clock <laughs> and I'm just, I'm like, I can't control, I can't contain myself. Right. I'm like, I just might as well go and get started. And, um, you know, so we, we lugged out 12 sets of boards for, you know, and I, I guess this is a good thing for the way that, you know, what you experience, right. With the, the lead in of the sheet and then the import, you know, we, we opened it up on Scoreholio. It was a, it was a, you know, open, a full, uh, public of event so anybody that could have signed up on it um but you know you're we also are really pushing the the real you know beneficiary of the fundraising tournament to you know go get go get your own people right because you know we're you can't expect us to to fill it with a bunch of cornhole people you know mm-hmm. you need people that are interested in doing good things for the ranch um you know to be a part of this and so they had kind of their own registration sheet but you know even they didn't know in advance how many were going to come. Just a bunch of people say, yeah, I'll come. And, you know, at the end of the day, we, we went into Saturday knowing that there, well, Scoreholio had like eight teams and they had told me they had like six teams and I was like, Oh, awesome. <laughs> um, you know, and by the end of the day we have 28 teams and I end up running three brackets and, um, and doing it. And so, and I think I ask this mostly because, you know, n- not everybody runs, you know, it, it, anybody can go out and run Scoreholio. Scoreholio is really cool about, you know, the easiest thing to do, right? Run a switch, you know, flip top, bottom, make bracket, go through. Um, you know, we've talked on this a lot that that's, it's not really the way that, that I like to do things for our organizations and our crowds. And so what it means is that, a lot of the techniques that we are doing, you know, importing players, creating additional brackets, you know, all of those things that, you know, re redefining remote mode tablets, right. Um, the things that we're doing at a huge scale of the SIG really are, um, you know, things that, that we're implementing at our events just because of the way that we're, you know, I mean, we run tier brackets, right. Mm -hmm. Off of where you finish in, in rounders and, um, you know, and so I, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if I would know to do that, right. If we didn't have the signature series experiences that we do, where that's the only way you can get around things. Yeah. I mean, we, you learn how to do it on a big scale and then you can apply that to any type of tournament, just like with yours. And you split your 28 teams into three different, you know, uh, ladder groups and, you know, yep. having the tier experience, and being able to do that can scale at any any size tournament. And just like you said, you know, changing the remote mode, I was moving courts around because we had eight teams in competitive and we had 40 in social. And so I was bouncing courts around just to try to get both tournaments to finish at the same time. So people hung out. They were <clears throat> buying food, sweets, you know, there to raise money for those kids to go play in Cooperstown instead of the competitive being done in two hours. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, that, so that's so, what I did Saturday and I, I actually have one next week on Thursday. So I, another one. Geez, uh, man. <laughs> and that one, we don't have to bring boards. They bring their own boards, but there's probably going to be 60 plus teams. So that one is a pretty big one. 
and it's outside. That's interesting. <laughs> oh, outside. Yeah. I mean, so obviously the hardest thing about that at that time of year, right. Is it's, it's dark pretty early still. And mm-hmm. so good lighting and everything outside. Gotta have. Yeah. We actually start kind of around noon, so it doesn't go that long. Oh. Uh, so, but yeah, it's that one's like herding cats because they are there just to drink and raise money and throw bags. Right, right. <laughs> on their own boards. That's yeah, on fun. their own boards. Yeah, it's it's fun. And then you get the random TCO people that, you know, are a part of it somehow and they show up with their own bags and everybody's staring at them like, you have your own bags? Are you good? And I'm just over there laughing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, so they, they provide the boards, but TCL then usually brings bags for we, the players. Yeah. We bring bags. And then if anybody that for those plays guys, yeah. has their own bags, right. they'll throw them too. And then people kind of look okay. at them funny. Huh. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, the thing, the things we do to pass time just between signature series, right? Because, yeah. uh, you know, we know as we, um, just barely step out of one, we're starting to prep for the other. So, um, with that being said, you know, Lubbock is, is coming up this weekend. Um, and then I think we go to Waco like five weeks later, right. And, yes. uh, and closing out the rest of the TCL season. Um, let's, let's talk a minute about, uh, just, just what do we, what do we expect, uh, you know, in terms of just the, the schedule of events and the, and, and what we've got going on, um, starting, I suppose, just like normal on Thursday nights, right? Thursday night, we are doing something new. We have three switches instead of just a upper and a lower switch. There's a pro elite AB switch, which you we have restrictions on that. So you have to be one of those tiers, a C switch and a DE switch. So the three switches, Chad, Jason and I were all talking about it and we're going to try this out and see if everybody liked it. And then a women's doubles and the regional director BC tournament, which I think is really cool that the directors are continuing to play that tournament. You know, some of them may not play all time because they're running events and, you know, that they want to get out there and have fun and making it a BC, you know, anybody can win those. Hmm. You know, I I regularly have conflicts that uh, keep me from getting there before that event starts i might have to find me a partner yeah you you should if you're a if if you're i don't know of any of my guys that are going so is it all directors how does this work so tell me how this works so it's just supposed to be a it's a director and then somebody from your region is kind of what it what they try to have it to be okay that way you're you're i would need a d i would need a d player from a local guy that plays with me regularly would I, would be the, kind of the expectation. That that's what they tried to do. That way, it's your your regional okay. director with a player that plays yeah. in your region. All right, so I you, hadn't even thought of that. My availability, but yeah. as we said, it's we already talked about this, right? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna ride out there and then I'm gonna hide for a while and I'm probably <laughs> gonna show up at like eight thirty, like I just like I normally would, and you know, and they they won't even miss me. Nope, nope. We, we'll just be like, hey, you got here. Good 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 timing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right, so right. that. That's our Thursday events. Uh, I'm interested to see that the switches are a little slower to fill up. Um, but as we've seen in other events, those tend to get people to register day of. Yeah. 
Hey, so when when we do the switches on those, do you do you preset um, the pairings for um, for the results? Or like, I know that there's a lot of different options. Like, you can rank rank by record, rank by PPR, rank by DPR. Um, you know, and so are, is all of that completely. Is that, is that set right now? And do we know how that's going to go? Or is there some sort of randomness or, or flip involved like some people do? For all the switches, it's record then points for standings. And then okay. we coin okay. flip. And normally when I do the flip, I do it for all of them, not individually. So if right. it's top bottom, they're all top bottom. Or if it's top middle, they're all top middle. That way it's not back and forth for each one. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That it's, yeah, just from the you know from the seat of the person that's got to transition those brackets right it's so much easier just to be consistent yeah um, instead of without or, it yeah or answering it to people and trying to remember which right. one was which <laughs> right right yeah it's interesting the you know i don't think a lot of people these days are doing the points and record um you know because of you know because ppr drives the day these days um you know it, it traditionally i i think most of them you see them sorted by there so you know the the one thing i think about when we see you know with the the points and record thing and, and just because of the randomness of of how it you know pairs people up um you know you can get kind of a a mix of you know you, you get a pretty a pretty interesting distribution of pprs you know because you know the whole thought of somebody carrying someone to a win mm -hmm. um you know kind of semi-inflating their their points and record right just depending on the the luck of the draw who their partner is you know and then go into the bracket but it you know i guess when you when you set the separations you know at all right you better you're going to be a b player better which means you know you're you're probably thrown in the high seven like you know how to play mm -hmm. right and so I guess even, you know, if, if that's the worst player in that group, then, then you're going to have pretty solid competitive teams. And, you know, similarly, when you, when you isolate everybody to, to C, you know, it's probably about the same, right. Just because there's so many people in C that, you know, the, the top of the C might as well be considered pro compared to the bottom of the C that, mm -hmm. you know, would be equivalent to kind of the B just in total number of people. So it's, it's, it's an interesting thing to, I might, I might pay a little attention to that just on how, you know, what levels end up getting paired up and how that, and how that all shakes out specifically interested in that, um, you know, pro elite AB one, but, but it looks like about 40 players in there now. So yeah, even that just helps to, that probably, that keeps things a little more even when it, it's not going to be overly top heavy with a bunch of the pros mm -hmm. probably playing on Thursday night. Yeah. And I know the, the reason they tried to switch it up was, you know, the social one or the lower one would always fill up first and then people would sign up in the upper and you would have D players playing in an upper switch. So just trying to isolate and keep yeah. keep some of the rankings together if people want to, you know, attempt to play that, you know, not not talking poorly about lower players, but. Yeah, but no doubt. Right. Any time that you can, you know, and and this is this is something that that we say all the time, right, that you know, thinking about the experience for the players and, you know, how do we make the most competitive, you know, cornhole as possible for everyone, you know, is all part of it. And I think that you're seeing that right here. Well, you're seeing that by recognizing that, 
you know, Hey, we, we don't necessarily, we need to make, find a way to, to make sure that those lower players have a place to play within their own group, because, mm-hmm. you know, then it, it just makes less competitive pairings somewhere else. And so, you know, the, the, the smaller the sample, you know, then the more competition then you're going to get, you know, when the sample is basically isolated to, you know, players of relative, you know, similarities in, in skill. So you, you said I that a lot a better than that, I, you know, than I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, the point is, right. Is it's an extra bracket. It's another thing to monitor. It's another thing. So like, it's more work, but at the end of the day, it's for the good of the players. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we've said that a lot about the things that happen at these signature series events that, you know, are really trying to make sure that, um, that the experience is one that, that keeps people coming back. And I think, you know, we've got years to say that, yeah, that's happening. Yeah. So that's our Thursday events. And then we have our normal Friday uh, singles pool play in the morning should be pro elite. What time are we starting? How Um, early are we starting Friday morning, man? It says 9am Thursday morning, Friday morning, Friday morning. I guess, I guess less boards. Yes. Um, the 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 calculators telling us that we need to start that early i suppose right yeah i just pulled it up to look at let's see i should change all the numbers make jason pull his hair out yeah open board <laughs> says eight it says start at 9 30 on here but i normally go off score holio but i need to look at the official schedule because it may be you or me updating every bracket like we right. normally do to yeah to match that schedule i'd rather do that I'd, I'd rather do that like today or tomorrow or, you know, Wednesday than, you know, Friday morning. People are yes. like, no, it says nine. And we're like, no, we're not starting until 930. And then they're like, I could have had another drink on Thursday night. You know, all that thing. <laughs> Although I'm not really sure start time on Friday determines how much the people are going to drink on Thursday night. No, I, I don't think that determines anything. It's probably <laughs> not really a factor. Let's see. I, I pulled up the official timeline. It's loading. Uh, Thursday, Friday. It says 9.30. 9.30, pool play. Okay. So right. I guess that'll be my job tomorrow to update Scoreholio. <laughs> right. Good. See, this is why we do these, right? Yeah, yeah. This is why we do this. It's, it's, just, it's as much a checklist for us as we prep as it is, you know, any any useful information that might come out of this. Yeah, so we're starting at 9.30, and then we have tentative 3 o'clock for bracket, and then Saturday is 10 a.m., and bracket at 3 as well. So not not bad. Yeah, yeah. So I I guess that leads into kind of the next the next natural question then. I mean, so we've we've got all we've got all these. You touched on it, and I, you know, I don't know that it was we really made the that that tied it back, but um, you know, is there anything players need to know about the, the setup or, or the, the facility that is, you know, the Lubbock convention center that we'll be at? Um, nothing too specific, just the two rooms. So we'll have courts in two rooms. Um, we will have, we're supposed to have somebody in the other room that can answer questions. So you're not having to come all the way in the other room to come find one of us and, they're uh we're shooting for them not to cut people off at 3 p.m like they did last year wait what's that mean 
Oh, that they were cutting people off drinking at 3 p.m. If you if you were loud and rowdy, they cut you off at the bar, no matter what you drank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. They cut Jason Andrews off at 3 p.m. And <laughs> okay, yeah, it, so, but I mean, last year they their normal bar crew was out of town for a convention, so they had a bunch of substitute fill-ins, and I think they were just. <laughs> And you got to think Lubbock is a college town. So, you know, TBC and, you know, they're, they're a little more strict about that. Okay. And wristbands. Are they doing wristbands? We did wristbands last year to get drinks. Oh, okay. Like, so we, as like you could, the players could like put, like they paid the, a one time thing and got. I, I don't think you had to pay. You just had to show your ID and you got a wristband, kind of like if you go to a oh, fair, okay. fair or something. Yeah, to yeah, help. yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Just to, to designate. Yeah, to designate yeah. who could go to the bar and such. But that that was just more yeah. funny. Ryan Hodo got cut off too, and he came up to the stage and he goes, "They just cut me off." But that was because he was trying to buy like five drinks, and it wasn't right. all for him. But yeah. So, anyways. Um, so the but, yeah the the <laughs> other room. I'm trying to picture this, right? Because I've only seen a picture. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're playing like a lower bowl on the floor. The other room, is it on the same level or is it like concourse level type of thing? Same level. So you'll walk in to the uh, building. To the left will be the big room. And if you go to the right, that'll be the ballroom. And then there's a bar concession uh, right ahead of you. So all same level. And it's really not that far at all. Um, yeah. It's not For like... Us, for us, do we uh, does it does that impact how we set up our networks and things like that? You know, so just so everybody's you know balanced in this question here, right? Is that you know when we span you know three hundred feet of of convention center space, just open space, you know, we typically will space out our um, our Wi Fi range extenders, um, you know, in order to cover all of those boards. Yeah, so we'll have to run. We'll run one line, hard line, mm -hmm. from the from the desk out to into this other room. Will it, yes. is that how it'll yeah, we'll, we'll have the hard, our hard line from the venue on the stage with a node, and we may run another node out in the big room, and then another node mm -hmm. to the other room to run three. Yeah, yeah, cool. So, so if you see taped cords on the ground. That that's speaker wires and internet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So this is our first time outside of the Metroplex. Um, well, besides Shreveport, right? Um and and so, you know, the, the question always is is, you know, will will people travel and you know, will the lack of people travel be offset by, you know, some of those West Texas locals that um, I know they've got a huge following out there and I'm, you know, I know that we see some of them regularly, uh, you know, that make their way to the Metroplex for, for our events. But, you know, what do you, what do you see in numbers wise, as far as, you know, expectate, I think there's two questions, one, like expectations of Lubbock. So maybe how does it compare to, to last year? And is it kind of what we expected? And then, you know, two maybe would be, you know, compared to what we would see you know potentially at you know like like we did at mesquite or something like that so i i don't remember last year exactly but i want to say it's probably 
you know, of course it's a little lower because, I mean, just looking at the numbers, our pro elite, that's normal for what we did last time in Mesquite. The open is at 65. I think we went to 80 or 90. And then advance is 189. And then your comp is 224. And I think in I think in Irving, we pushed over 300. So your your comp one mm. and then socials at 128 or 109 out of 128. And 128 is what we've been shooting for in social. And the backyard's almost up to the full 32. So I feel like the your advanced competitive is maybe the people who are not, you know, traveling or maybe some of those West Texas people are more open pro players or, you know, on the bottom end of it and maybe not that middle, uh, you know, BC people. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, if you're that quickly, right, that's uh, roughly 660, 660, I think is the yeah. rough, rough number. Yeah. So, and, and I think that that aligns, I mean, I'm remembering that, you know, we, we've been just over 700 or so, and uh, that's, that's probably pretty normal outside of some of the larger, but more popular venues. So, you know, I guess it, it appears that it's, it's in line for singles and, you know, and I, I imagine tracking doubles similarly. Doubles normally doubles is a little more. A lot of people can't take off Friday just from looking at numbers uh, from event to event. And so doubles is normally a bunch more. And I feel like doubles is right at where singles is. So if you're coming to play, you're playing both, not, not people that aren't playing singles, but they're all, you know, bunch more playing doubles. Yeah, I can see that. That makes, that makes a lot of sense that, you know, traveling Hey, it's, it's about the value, right? I'm going all the way out there. I'm playing as much cornhole as I can. And I foresee a bunch of people signing up in the next day or two. Um, cause you know, normally registrations are closed, uh, normally seven days before and almost, I think everything's nothing's full minus yeah. open singles is full. Currently. Like, so still room for players, um, still room for them to get in at the, at the host hotel, right? Yes. Plenty of room at the cotton court. If you need a place to stay. It's within walking distance. We will walk as long as it's I. I it's supposed to be cold. So really, yeah, it's, it's supposed to be in the forties after it was ninety degrees today. I, right? I, I know. So I, what did I you really, say? How it's cold? Supposed to be, it's supposed to be in the forties two days, Ugh. but the highs in the seventies. So okay, yes, but right. yeah, Cotton Court welcome, is within walking distance. Texas. Yeah, West Texas. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm not sure what to uh, wear since we're walking. Maybe we can just have people Uber us around in their vehicles. <laughs> but yeah, Co- Cotton Court's awesome. It's the uh, same hotel as the Texkin in Irving. So if you like that hotel, it's uh, the sister hotel of that. And Chad and I actually stayed at the other What's the sister hotel in College Station. Can't remember what the name of it was. It was oh, same. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so what's the what's the late night scene around there is it is it also walkable or is it uh or is this going to be a, another case where everybody's hanging out at the hotel so last year you know we obviously went out the first night you know our small little group um all the bars are more towards campus and if you want to go that way not walkable not walkable no no um we did uh, a bunch of hanging out in the hotel uh kind of just yeah did that. I don't think there's much downtown because 
yeah, the hotel has a bar too, and a you know big patio like like they always do. Um, so it was it was more hanging out at the hotel from what I remember. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean that can be a lot of fun. That's you know seeing the the people back there. I know it's it's fun for us, right? Because it's the first time that like you know people want to come up and talk to us on the stage, and we're like, I I, I got to get this like. You try to be nice without saying, "Hey, man, I, I've really got stuff I got to do," um, and so I, I know that it's you know when we can walk out of there at a decent time and you know and just go go visit a little bit with some of those folks that are hanging out. That that's always fun. Just trying not to try not to see three or four a.m. That that's normally the goal. Yeah, yeah, no, that's <laughs> not that's not a goal. Uh, but yeah, no. So well, it's it, it's mostly a hotel. So cool. It, it sounds like you are you are fully pre- prepared. The, you know, I imagine this has become a lot easier. I know that there was a time where we used to have to go through all the verification and you know check against the tiers and everything. But you know, with the with the checks in place and the the official term is what restrictions. Restrictions, yeah. Uh, restrictions for singles so is is awesome. Whatever, you know, we we still have the issues with you know, tears coming out in the middle of registration. So if you pulled up, you can see people that may be a B playing competitive, depending on when they signed up. Um, doubles, we still have to check, but it's super easy now. If you see two people on a team, you click the little identify button, and it, as long as they're in our system, it shows the tier. So actually, I, I flagged a couple I need to call Jason about tomorrow. And so is that something that's possible – is is that possible within the like the player dashboard or is that just the on the TCL side? Just like on, on the, the or just on the organ organizer side. Right. Right. But it it makes it so much easier. I mean, you used to have to go actually look up people and see what they were. And now they now they add the tier yeah. and all their information when you click it. And if they're not in the system, right. then which I mean Chad, Jason, or not Jason, Chad and myself mostly. We we're checking new members daily, um, so we don't get that many people that don't have a tier. Um, right. We normally check in the morning and the afternoon, and I get messages all the time of people trying to register <laughs> for tournaments <laughs> that I do on the you know yeah. nine, nine o'clock at night for somebody. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, re- restrictions have made it so much easier for setting up the tournament. It's uh, the only hard part is with it not being full, I can't do any splits, so I'll probably be doing that. Thursday morning after we set up. So you probably will not see your pools until Thursday night. Mm, right. Which is plenty of time because yeah, you know, I mean, what it's... are you going to, what are you going to do? You're going <laughs> to scout them out. You're going <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Hey, so I, I like I said, I, it, it sounds like, uh, you know, the back end work that, that goes into it, you are, you're well-prepared. And we already mentioned that uh, you guys will be be flying out. Let me know if let me know if you need me to to drive Jason's big truck over to pick you up at the airport. Um, I'll just I, haul the trailer behind it. Too. I was about to say good it. good luck getting the trailer through uh, <laughs> through everywhere. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, hey, any, anything else you want to you want to cover before we you know start to get into the close here? Um, I think that's it. So I'm lo- looking forward to it. looking forward to you being there the whole time. It's gonna be awesome. Hey, all right. I I got to do it then. When are when is when is TCL going to um do the 
a certify a f- officials class and, I, and get and get you know all those all those people trained up to you know to wear the striped shirts and carry flags first off i want to i want to be the writer for the the manual or the uh qualifications (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah the acl official thing i it popped up and it's i i get it but like we've talked about on here you you can't we have a hundred we have a hundred courts in lubbock you cannot have an official for every court so you you can do it right i I mean yeah you could but you certainly I mean, could you 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 go up and you train up these people and then you pay them three dollars an hour. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wait, I was about no, to say nobody's what, working for that. You, exactly. You, you pay them, to, you know, right? Because now it becomes not manageable, and uh, you know. So I, I think you know I'm 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 here for it for you know having officials. I I didn't I know they had a big event this weekend, and I imagine that you know the release of of this um initiative to you know get you know like real officials just like you know ncaa has basketball officials right i mean this is this is where i think that without looking closely at the details admittedly you know it seems like they're just you know they're they're gonna have these guys that are certified officials that'll go you know basically ref or ump a game Mm -hmm. and um you know sit there and i mean what are the they're 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 calling, you know, verifying scores because you know they're not like paying close attention to, you know, feet or anything like that, right? No, no, f- are there, there, there are no foot fouls. You know, <laughs> we. <laughs> I'm gonna keep my mouth shut on that one, but yeah, we, we're we're not looking at feet, you know, I guess, but yeah, I, I just think the official stuff. I think it's just becoming more noticeable because. People are kind of tired of it. And then all the rules have where a player has to call an official over. And I think they're just trying to have people where they can validate if people actually call an official, then, you know, they have a staff of X number of officials at the event to go over there instead of Joe Schmo going over there and saying, this is the rule, but not, right. I mean, it, it just causes yeah. confrontation. We've seen that with all, all, right. uh, any league, you yeah. know, if somebody I'm, gets called out on I'm, something, like I, I'm, I'm all for I'm all for rules that are enforceable and then enforced, you know, because mm-hmm. you know, and and both of those things need to be, you know, solid and confirmed before it makes it a good rule. Because you, know, you can have a good intention for a rule, but like it, like how how do you even enforce it? Like Mm -hmm. that's even if you wanted to. And then the other side is, you know, all right, you've got a very, a very solid, you know, rule, but because people don't agree with why that rule is in place, then nobody enforces it. And then it, you know, becomes again, just another line in a, some guidebook that, you know, nobody cares about. And just like, I mean, poking at the ACL a little bit, I saw somebody say that 90% of the pros don't care about the foot thing. So you know, it's it's one of those where they don't care, but it is a rule. And, you know, it's just like you said, it needs to be enforced if it's in there. And if it's not going to be enforced, why even have the rule? Yeah. 
So yeah. Yep. Yep. That, such as such as such as life. There's also <laughs> speed limits out there, right? There are speed limits out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, you know, I think I've got one more, I've got one more work day in me. So we're going to try to wrap this up. It's um, we've been at it about 40 minutes. This might be the shortest episode, but hey, that's you know, what we're shooting for episode too. just because, right. I mean, we've said from the beginning, right. Our, our goal in this whole thing is just to make sure that, you know, people are prepared for these events. And I think that, um, you know, we've covered a lot of topics over the last 11 episodes and, you know, now as we, as we route roll in, I think this is useful. Hey, everybody listen to this one. It's, it'll get you prepared for, you know, what to expect when you get to, to Lubbock and, um, you know, and, and that's, and that's the goal. So we'll, we'll keep, we'll keep bringing it to us. It's, you know, when you see us at Lubbock, um, you know, I highly encourage you to, to say, Hey, and that, uh, and that you listen, um, you know, that, that also is, you know, not that we need the confirmation. Cause I think we, we, we do this not for a whole bunch of listeners. We do this just because it, we feel like by saying this stuff out loud that it, you know, it may relieve of us some of the, the tension and questions and, you know, and uncertainties that come with people going to the events. To piggyback that, I've had two people message me in the past week to ask if we were putting out an episode before Lubbock. So that made me feel <laughs> kind of good. I forgot to text you that. So nice. Yeah, nice, yeah nice. I had, were had they couple... from Bangladesh. No, they were not from Bangladesh. From, from they, they may have been from like <laughs> Italy or something, but no, no, they were. One was a West Texas, <laughs> West Texas guy. He was asking, he had a question about registration, and then he literally asked if we were going to push out okay. an episode before Lubbock. So that's uh, it was nice. cool, cool to hear. You know, I I know our listening to us isn't fun probably, but I feel like we have good things to say, and <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, actually informative hey, listen, if, you, if you come to the events you, you got five hours in the car between you know the metroplex and lubbock you got time for 40 minutes of remote mode let me yeah, just say that that is true that that's gonna be my post so but yeah um caitlin has our question for us if we want to close it with that and All right, hit us with it what do we got okay so I should read the one that she said kidding about, but we don't want to get into, you know, which, <laughs> which directors we look up to. We, we'll stick with, okay. Would you rather play a signature event that is being ran completely outside or an event where every board is furnished with the original red and blue TCL bags and you have to throw them? Um, To me, this is, this is a no brainer. Like the, the OG like bags. There's 100% I'm throwing, I'm throwing old bags and I don't care. I'll throw old bags on plywood boards before you, you, I want to throw outside. And, and I, and I think that from, from the player's perspective, like just outside is just like the uncertainty, the winds, the, you know, all of that. And then as an organizer, I, I tell you what, like I, anytime I have an outside event, like I am sweating it for, mm. for months, weeks. It, it occupies every thought of like, you know, how fast can I update the weather app to see, you know, <laughs> what's coming, you know, just because like, it's bad enough if it's wind, a little windy or, mm -hmm. you know, or cold, but like, what if it rains? Like, then what do we do? So I think as a player outside sucks and as an organizer, organize 
or spit it out, JD. Organizer outside is is just there's too much uncertainty that give me those crappy bags all day long. I I agree one hundred percent. Outside if I throw outside and it's windy, I just get mad and it makes me not want to play the game outside. And if it's hot outside, I no. I've I've done that a few times right. and it is not pleasant on the running side or the playing side. I mean, if there's an event outside from May to August, I mean, even top 60 was outside and Chad's over there trying to have a heat stroke looking purple. So, but yeah. So, you know, the, uh, I mean, the other, the other part of that is because everything, you know, is measuring, uh, you know, metrics that's, more and more players don't want to play outside either just because mm-hmm. they're like, well, I'm probably not going to throw a, you know, a 10 outside, you know, mm-hmm. like my, it's going to drop my PPR by two whole points. My, if I have to throw my, in the my wind, SPR is going to go know? down, you know, all the, yeah. All so the S- SPR I mean, I that, like we are, we are so spoiled to have great places to, to play inside whenever we want, you know, seven days a week, you know, um, that you know there the out the outside tournament especially for for the 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 competitive to good players is you know it's a hard draw you know and so maybe i guess when you're running these tournaments these fundraising tournaments and you know and you want to make sure that the the backyard players are having fun right you just you put them in their element and you (laughs) you keep those tournaments outside and that'll probably tend to keep some of the better players away Yes, and sometimes those backyard players shine outside. <laughs> ugly bag, <laughs> ugly bag, and some wind, and make make magic happen. <laughs> right. Yeah, but yeah. Well, so I mean, old bags. Like it's, you know. it's, yeah, and we're talking corn ones, even right. I think she was like talking the original, about the OG red, red and, blue, and blue. Yeah, yeah, the OG red and blue that I don't yeah. even have a set. Yeah. I have the original ACO bags that are behind me mm, on my shelf. The red and blue nice. duck, duck cloth nice. ones. Well, right. I right. think that's it. I guess we will see you All right, man. in Lubbock. Yes, sir. I'll be waiting for you. I'll have it all. I'll have it all. I'll have You'll have it already? All Sounds good. You. No worries. Hey, okay. That, that's yeah. what chair two does. <laughs> I... <laughs> all right. See you, JD. All right, man. Y'all have a good one. Thanks for listening, everybody.